Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles to Isaiah 12, 2. You know, did you ever uh, be going along and realize that you're running in your own strength? How many in here have ever run on your own strength? How, how do you know you're running on your own strength? You, you run out. You run out. When, when we're running on our own strength, we will run out. We will come to an end. We will hit a wall. We, we will get to a place where we no longer have strength. But when we begin to lean to God, to look to Him, to, 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 to focus on His things, to trust Him, then, then, then we begin to run on His strength. We begin to look to Him for strength. And, and, and then things go better, don't they? When you run on God's strength, don't they seem to go better for you? And, and wouldn't it be better if we'd stop before we ran out of our own strength and say, wait a second, God. Right? Help me. I, I, I'm, put, I'm leaning back on you. And you know the good thing about God is He doesn't say, no, nah, you you got to run out because you didn't listen to me. No, He'll, he'll meet you right there. Amen. He is such a kind God, yes. a good Father, and He'll meet you right there. And, and, and as, as we follow Him and as we look to Him for our source of strength, for our, for our supply of power, then, then, then we don't run out. You, you cannot. Did you know if God can't run out to strength, then He's your supply? then you're not running out of strength. He's the well that never runs out. Amen? When, I, when we first moved in to the neighborhood, we had an old well. And if everybody got to using it, it'd run just fine until it ran out of water. Now, it would fill back up, but it filled up really slow. It wasn't a good well. And so we'd be, we'd go from good water to like a trickle. The whole neighborhood was like that. That's a bad well. Amen? So we dug a new well. Actually, we hooked up to a big supply is what we did. Did you know what? We haven't run out of water since then. Why? Because we're hooked up to a big supply. And every time that tank starts getting low, more water comes up in it. Amen? And when we do that as Christians, as we hook our our wagon, if you will, to the Lord, and you're, you begin to walk in His strength, that every time you use some, more comes up. You use some, more comes up. You use some, more comes up. We're not going to run out that way. Glory to God. Where did I say to turn? Isaiah 12, verse 2. It says, Behold... God is my salvation. That word salvation means victory, health, deliverance, prosperity. That word salvation, it encompasses the goodness of God. Amen? When God said, I'm going to save you, He just went ahead and gave you everything you were ever going to need. He started with your health and took you all the way to victory. Amen? He's a good God. He, he, does, he, you know, he doesn't leave anything out either. He's, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. Glory to God. When God is your strength, 
it's it's what you're looking to. It's what you're when God is your strength, He is your ability. In other words, if you need ability, He's giving it to you. If you need enablement, He's giving it to you. If you when God becomes your strength, Amen. You know, and I like that it says in your song because when you're walking in the strength of God, you ever notice what you're humming? You're, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been filling up on some different things because we've been doing some different things here. And when, you know, when you start getting low, God will tell you, hey, stop for a minute. You're outrunning your strength for, right? And sometimes you're doing stuff you shouldn't do or you wouldn't be outrunning your strength. Right? Like when our well got low, I saw that people were watering their lawns. It's just going to grow if you water it and then you're going to have to mow. I'm trying to t- I'm trying to save you if you'll just listen to me. So you're not going to run out of strength doing what God told you to do, but you will run out when you begin to do things you're not supposed to do. Anybody? <laughs> I've done that, right? I've done that, and, and not only doing things you're not supposed to do, doing things that you shouldn't do. I mean, and I'm not just saying do acting in ways you shouldn't act. Those will drain you. Unforgiveness, biggest drain in the world. Condemnation, drain you to nothing. Why? Because when you when you hook to those, you're no longer hooking to Him. You're not renewing your strength. The, the strength of God is renewable, but you got to stay hooked to it. Amen. You got to you got to you you can't look to Him and then say, okay, I'm full. It's not it's not like going to the gas station, right? You're you're filled up and now you can go and see the problem with us is we're just like a car. Did you know a car runs the same on full as it does on a quarter of a tank? And so we don't even notice that we're low until we run out of gas. Why? Because we're running just fine. But you're not refilling. Amen? If you're refilling, not only will you never run out of gas, you'll always run in that strength. You'll always be in that flow. And you'll always be getting that. But you'll, you'll always, you, can, you know, one of the ways I notice is literally what, what's the music in my mind? Everybody keeps a song in their head. Everybody. If you listen to the wrong song, you could be humming a song you shouldn't be humming all day long. Right? I was singing about some songs I used to listen to in the 80s the other day, and I started humming. I'm like, whoa! (laughs) You don't want to hum that all day long. That's not your song. Right? But see, when you start listening to the right things, putting the right things in you, and, and walking in His strength... You know, I've been listening a lot to Brother Moore, you know, and, and you know, I'll say, I will live, I will not die, you know, or just, just those songs. And those are the ones that you'll, you'll catch. The one, the, the one he sings on, on Proverbs 4. That one's been going over and over in my spirit. Right? Son, attend to my word. Right? Those, those, are, those are the ones that, but when you're walking in his strength... You'll be singing his songs. Amen? That's your anthem. That's your anthem. Amen? That, that, that's what you do when you're going through something. When you, you know, I like what Brother Moore said, and I couldn't quote it exactly how he said it on Sunday, but he said, you can't get faith so you don't have to use your faith. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you get faith because you're going to. You have to use your faith. You know, to be an overcomer, you've got to be overcoming. And the day of trouble, it doesn't say if the day, it says when the day of trouble comes, right? But the position we're in when that day comes is how we'll come out on the other end. 
Amen? If our strength is not rooted and based in Him, we'll run short. We'll run short. But that's why we have one another too. Do you know that we can strengthen one another? We can encourage one another's faith. We can build one another up. Amen? It's a good thing. Amen? But He's our strength and our song. And then verse 3, Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Well, if you need a little something, draw a little health out of the well of salvation. Draw a little victory up right out of the well of salvation. Draw a little deliverance up. Draw whatever you need. Draw some peace. Draw some joy. They're all in the wells of salvation. Glory to God. A well that never runs dry. When you hook to that, you have a constant flow of health. Amen? You have a constant flow of victory coming into your life. And so when you come up against something, you're already full of victory. Amen? How hard is it to overcome when you're full of victory already? You're, you're likely to overcome. In fact, is you're not, you're completely unlikely not to overcome at that point. Why? Because fainting is not an option when you're full of strength. Right? Glory to God. And He's supplying the power. He's giving the strength. When we hook to Him, He's keeping you strong. It's not that you're just strong. He's keeping you strong. He's taking you from, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. He's taking you and He's keeping you strong so that we can walk through these things and so that we can see and, and know what He's got it for us to do, that we stay away from the things we shouldn't and do the things we should. You know, To stay in that strength, you have to go where that strength's going. Right? If you turn right and the strength's still right, it, you, no, you're feeding off that strength. It's right there. Amen? And, and, and if it can't pump that strength back up into you, you're going to start getting weak. And you're going to start doing things in your own power. Amen? Look at Isaiah 40, verse 28. There's some things that we've we got to remember. You know, everybody says, oh, these are my favorite verses. Yeah, these are great verses, but... We want to read the verse. We want to remember the verse. We don't want to just say that's my favorite verse. Right? It can be your favorite verse again. Amen? Because we don't know everything that's in the verse. This says, have you not known? Have, have you not heard? What's he saying? He said, don't you know? Don't, Kevin, haven't you been told? Right? That the everlasting God, The Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, He doesn't faint. I'm getting my strength from from the everlasting God that cannot faint, cannot fail, cannot... It's not even possible. In other words, when people say, well, I I went this far and and then God quit on me. Never happened. Never happened, never will. God's never quit on anybody and God's never failed anybody. It won't happen. He, he is a good God and He doesn't faint. He doesn't get weary. He, that's pretty cool. Your Father, your supply, your, your strength comes from an everlasting God that never runs out of strength. Amen? He never runs out. And there's no search. In other words, you can't possibly know everything He knows. In other words, you'll never come to a point where I'm going to stump God with this one. 
That's never going to happen. You're never going to stump God. You're never going to come to a place where, where He doesn't have an answer. You can't mess something up so bad that He can't fix it. Amen? He can fix it all. The next verse. He gives power to the faint. He doesn't faint. Instead, He gives power to the faint. You feel weak? You feel like you're about to quit? Reach out. Hook up. He, he's got unlimited power. He'll increase the... He'll say, oh, you got some strength. Let me give you more strength. Right? It, it, you'll go from, yeah, I'm going to make it to, oh, I've made it. Right? And we've all, you know, when you don't feel good, when you've been, when you've been, uh, when you've been feeling sick or down, and, and you know what? You start out like, I can do this. I can do this. But when you hook up to the power, and you were just about to that place where you said, oh, man, I, I need something else. And he says, here it is. Here it is. Let me pump some of this into you. Let me increase. Let me turn up the volume on this and increase the strength. Why? Because that's walking, saving, victory strength. That's health in your life. That is the strength it's going to take to get through and go over the next thing you're doing. Amen? We walk in this strength. And then you don't quit and say, okay, thank God that's over. I don't need this strength anymore. You're going to need that strength every day. Amen? Every day you're going to run your race. Right? You're going to walk in love. Amen? Isn't that what the next verse says? What's the next verse say? Where were we at? He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increases strength. For even the youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. In other words, it doesn't. you can say, I'm young, I got this. And you know, we've done that, right? <laughs> you know, we act like, I can't run out. Guess what? You can. I don't care how young you are. You can run out. If you're not hooked to God, you're going to run out. Yeah. Amen? So you need to hook to God. So it's saying youths will fall, young men, they'll, they'll utterly fall. Verse 31, But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. In other words, that, if you're ex, you're, that word wait means to expect from, to hook to, to bind yourself to. When you bind yourself to the Lord, in other words, you're not there, you're you're not getting you're not expecting anything else from any other person. That's your source. Amen. You know, he says, you know, in in Matthew, he says, "No man can serve two masters." That literally means no no man is able to. No man has the power to. Why? Because you can't feed from two sources. You can't feed from two sources. One source. One supply. Amen? In that, in the, if you read, the, if you look that up, it says, no man can. And what it's saying is no man is able. In other words, we are unable. We do not have in us what it would take to serve two masters. We don't have the power to do it. But he gives us the power to serve him. Amen? Glory to God. I don't know why I got there, but that's where you are. 
Right? But they that wait, they that, that, when our expectation, when, when, when our, when our, when we're bound to Him, when we're hooked to Him, tied, holding fast to Him for our strength, then our strength is renewed. Whatever strength you use, more strength comes in. You, you never run out of strength. Amen? That, that's, you know, people say, wow, I feel pretty strong right now. Something's coming, guys. Renew that strength. Make sure you're waiting on the Lord. Make sure that our expectation is from Him. Make sure that we're looking to Him and only hooked to Him. Not not hooked like this. Hooked like this. To where you're not letting go. No matter what you see, no matter what you feel. You know, when people do that, they make it. Amen? They make it. Why? Because God's not going to fail. If you grab hold of what's not going to fail, you're going through the not-fail portal. Amen? That's the portal you want to go to. Because He's going he's to bring you right over with Him. Amen? It says, it says they'll renew their strength. Their strength is, is their can-do can ability. God's can-do ability. When, when you have strength of God, you can do it. You know you can do it. When you're operating in strength, there's no can't in your mind. You're right. I mean, when you, everybody growing up, your, your parents had a saying for can't, right? My mom always said can't never ate a biscuit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I ate lots of biscuits, so I must have could. Right? We'd say, Mom, we can't. She said, can't never ate a biscuit. Get out there and do it. I'm like, Okay. We don't understand what you mean, but we'll go. But God has a can-do ability. His strength is a can-do ability. And He puts it in us. And, and, and when, when you're walking through something, when you have that can-do ability, you're not about to quit. You're not about to stop. You know, I, I remember when Kim was going through the, the treatments a few years ago, that we had a can-do ability in us. We knew we were coming through that. We had victory before it started. So we were coming through that. Amen? I know when, when financial problems came years and years ago, as, as dumb as I was, something in me knew I would make it through. It had to be the strength of God because I'd already operated my own strength to the end. But I had just that strength of God flowing in me to not quit. Amen? Because the strength of God will not quit. And when we operate in that strength, in that position, then, then our tank never runs low. Amen? And, and it says you'll run and not grow weary. Remember what it says in Hebrews 12. It says, let us throw off every weight and sin that so easily besets us and run our race with patience. Run our race. What, what, what's the weight? See, these are things that use up more energy. Yeah. You've got to find what's using up energy in your life. Because these are the things, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I just don't like them, so, but I'll just stay away from them. I'll be fine. No, that's using up energy in your life. Mm. Amen? Or you don't know what they did to me. I can't get over that. That's using up major energy in your life. Right? You just don't know what I've done. That's using up way too much energy in your life. I'm just not happy. Oh, you're, you're using, <laughs> you're not even hooked to the energy, you're not even hooked to the energy at that point. Amen? There, there are, there are weights that, 
Well, you know, I was in the trucking business for years before we went went a different way, and we had an old truck. It was an old KW truck, and it had a big cat engine in it. And that thing, when you loaded it up, it would get a whole four miles to the gallon. <laughs> Why? Because it was loaded up. It was weighted down. And, man, it would still run. It would run 80 mile an hour uphill and downhill. Didn't matter. But it would get four miles to the gallon. And man, you got it unloaded, it'd get a whole six. <laughs> now, this was back in the 80s, so it, that's an older... Yeah, I know they're getting somewhere between seven and eleven now, which is great. But 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 when you're when when you're loaded down, you're using up more of your fuel on a constant basis, and, and you're not you're not gonna it's not gonna renew the way it should because why you're loaded down with other things, and, and when you're weighted down, you can't run. Has anybody ever tried to run with a backpack on and put about three bowling balls in there? I don't even want to run with no backpack on, let alone one with three bowling balls in it. But but so much of the time we're, we're saying, Lord, I'm looking to you for my strength. I'm looking to you for my strength. But we got all this other baggage that we're still hanging on to. I just don't want to get over this. Well, you need to. And I know it's hard sometimes. I know some of the things people have to get over is really hard. I've had a pretty cakey life. And I probably don't have to get over nearly what other people have to get over. But we ain't getting over it on our own anyway. If you don't hook up to the power of God, you don't even have the ability to forgive. You don't have the ability to walk on. You don't have the ability to be delivered, healed. You don't have that. It's not in you. That's, that's not the strength you're walking in. But when we hook to God, we have the ability. He'll increase the strength to do it. When you, when you don't have the strength, he'll say, let me turn it up. You can forgive. Let me turn it up. You can make it. Let me turn it up. You can have peace. Let me turn it up. You can believe healing. You, you, these things that weight us and keep us back, we don't have to hold on to those. Amen? You know the best way to not hold on to those? Pray for other people. Pray for the person you're holding it against. My mom told Kim years ago, she worked for a boss that she didn't like. And she said, if you'll pray for her, you'll end up loving her. She didn't like, you didn't like her when she said that, did you? But she did it. Yeah, she said, she said she won't do it. Yeah, she did. She did, and she did end up loving her, ended up being a good friend to her and able to help her in some areas that she wouldn't have been there to help her otherwise. Amen? In some of her personal life. And so these are things that we do. But that weight could have beset her forever. You know, things that irritate you and and anger you and and put you in turmoil, they are a drag. They they are a loaded tractor-trailer getting four miles to the gallon. Right? And you get rid of those, the fuel's still pumping. You're just using way more than you should. And you're not going anywhere as fast as you want to go. It's holding you back. But when, when we get rid of those things, we can run our race with patience, in cheerful, hopeful endurance. Amen? 
We can run and not grow weary. Why? Why why do you tell you to get rid of the sin and the weights first? Because you're not going to run your race because you're going to get tired. Why? Because you can't do both. You cannot serve love and hate. Can't do it. We're designed as Christians to love. We're, 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 We're born again from the Father of love. And so we, love is our DNA. We are, if we begin to do something contrary to that, then, then, then we no longer operate. We're, we're, we're operating like we're, a, we're an engine that's an eight cylinder and it's hitting on six or two. Amen? I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. Sure, you're messed up. Let's put it that way. How do I know? I've been messed up. Amen? We, it's, it's easy to get out there because you, we justify things. Well, this happened, and, 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 I, and I just got to get through it. No, you just don't. You don't want to go through it. Go over it. Get around it. Get by it. Get rid of it. That's what the Bible says. It says, get rid of the weights and the sin that so easily besets you. Toss them off. Amen? Why? Because the strength you got will get you through, but you can't start adding things on that interfere with that strength. Amen? Glory to God. Why? We've got perfect strength. We have a strength that will get us through. And, and, and when we know that strength, when we, when we have knowledge of that God, Amen? And, and, and that, that's what we, we want to have an understand. Have you not heard? Don't you know? What's he saying? I want you to know. I want you to know how good I am. I want you to know how strong I am and how much strength I have for you, in you, and with you. Amen? I want you to know it. That, that's why Paul prayed in Ephesians. He says, he says that you would, the eyes of your, uh, your heart, your understanding, be enlightened that you would know. Well, know what? The hope of his calling. What's he saying? I want you to know what you can expect by being his child. I want you to know every day what you can expect when you wake up being a child of God, being a minister of the gospel. I want you to know what you were called out of and what you're called to. Amen? The hope of your calling. The earnest expectation of what God has for you. Amen? When you wake up in the morning, you can hope to be healed. You can hope to be saved. You can hope to be delivered. You can hope, what? Because you are all these things. It doesn't matter what's going on and what you can see. The hope that you were called to, the hope that you have in you, is greater than what's going on around you. And that's what he's saying. He said, I want you to know, I want, I want to enlighten the eyes of your heart so you'll know this. Amen? I want to enlighten the eyes of your heart so that you can know what you're in, your, the, the, the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints. I want you to know how, how vast that is and what your inheritance is and what you, can, what you can experience together under your good Father. Amen? Do, do you know, as a body of Christ, we can experience things that... that that other people can't. We see victories that other people don't see. Not just in our church. We see victories out in the world that we prayed for. They don't know their victories. We do. 
We know why it happened. We know what's going on. We can experience things together because we're the children of God and do things together that other people can't. And we can, we can enjoy the inheritance of our Father. Now, we've inherited His good nature. We've inherited a heart of love. We've inherited the Spirit of God in us to, to know and to do the Spirit of wisdom. Amen? And revelation in the knowledge of Him. In other words, when you're going down and walking in His strength, you'll hear, don't do this, don't say that, don't go there, don't listen to this, sing that. Why? Because you're walking in His strength. When you're walking in His strength, you're getting His input. When you quit walking in His strength, you're getting your input. And you know... The sad thing about our input is it sounds good until you put it into practice. And then it doesn't work. Why? It has no foundation. The foundation of everything He gives you will be the foundation of love. It will be the foundation of peace. It will be a foundation based on wisdom and goodness. It will be something that helps somebody else and, and brings somebody else to another place. It will be, be something that brings you to a better place. Why? Because that's the God we serve. That's our Father. That's His DNA. We've inherited those things from Him. Amen? I don't know how we got on Ephesians, but let's go there since we're there. Ephesians. We're going to pray some of these tonight. Ephesians 1. When we talk about the love of God, it's just, you know, I think that's why he says I want you to know that love because the more we understand about that love, the love that it took to save you and me, the love that it took to pull Jesus out of hell, when he was reaching down there and getting Jesus out, he saw you and me, and he grabbed us out of hell. Glory to God. You and me were grabbed out of hell. Grabbed out of the heart of the earth. The same power, the same strength, the same ability, the same dunamis that raised Jesus from the dead. If that same spirit dwells in you, it quickens our more. That's the strength of God. That's the power of God keeping you, pulling you out, bringing you over, giving us victory. That strength is unstoppable. Amen? And, and, and through this next year, just like last year, we're going to walk in that strength. And we're going to overcome lots of things. We're going we're gonna to go through things. You know, when you, when you overcome something you can, it's really not that big a deal. Right? Like if I jumped over a rope and it was laying on the floor, that's not a big deal. Now if I jump on here, it's going to be a really big deal. Fact is, somebody's going to have to help me. I'm going to need some God's strength. But if you have God's strength and you overcome things that are this tall, it's not a big deal. Why? Because you're operated in His strength. He didn't have a problem with it. It doesn't matter how big it gets. His strength has no problem with it. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. He says, 
in, in Ephesians 1, verse 15, he says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all the saints. He didn't just hear about their faith. He heard they were using it right. Your faith's good, but without love, no value. But he said, I heard about your faith, and I heard you were using it right. Amen? He said, when I heard that, I started praying for you. Why? Because they have an ability that other people don't have. Faith operating by love is unstoppable. Amen? And he's like, I started praying for you, verse 16. He says, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Next verse. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, not just a spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of Him. What's he saying? He said, I want you to know more about me because that's who you are now. That's what you're like now. That's what you have in you now. I want you to know more about me. I want you to see my heart. I want you to see how I would do things. I want you to hear my direction. I want you to look at my plan. Glory to God. What an awesome thing. God's saying, I want you to know me. I, I don't just want... And you know, when he says um, that he wants you to know him, that literally he's saying, I want to be a familiar friend to you. Literally, I want to be a familiar friend to you. You know, in the, in the Old Testament, in Genesis 18, he said, he said, I know Abraham. I know him. He will command his family, his children, and his servants after me. What's he saying? He said, I'm a familiar friend to him. I know his heart. I know what he'll do. That's what he says. He says, I want you to know me as that familiar friend. I want you to know me as your strength, as your ability, as your song. I want you to know me in the power of the resurrection. I want you to know me. Glory to God. I want you to know what's the hope of the calling, the the choice you made, what it gave you, where it put you, who it made you. I want you to know me as a familiar friend. Amen? Glory to God. And, and what an awesome thing. He said, I want to give you in a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him. Yeah, you can go to the next verse. The eyes of your understanding, the eyes of your heart being enlightened that, you may, that we may know. Let's just pray that together. Everybody pray. Everybody close your eyes. Because this, this, is, this is a prayer that you can pray individually. But as a body of Christ, we can experience this together with one another, for one another, and in one another. Pray this. Father God, we ask for a spirit of wisdom, a spirit of revelation in the knowledge of You that we learn and hear and understand more and more that we increase in our knowledge of who you are, of how you think, of of what you do, your qualities, your characteristics. Lord, we ask that we see you right, that we hear you correctly, that the eyes of our heart 
be open, be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of our calling, what we can expect, what we've been called to, who we've been made, that the eyes of our understanding, the eyes of our heart be enlightened, that we may know the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, of your inheritance in us, what you've put in us, what you've gathered us together to be and to do, what what we can operate as, what we can operate in, what we can have, what is ours through inheritance, and that we would experience it as one in you. And Lord, we ask that the eyes of our heart be enlightened, that we may know the exceeding greatness of your power towards us, towards me, towards every Christian, every person who's chosen to believe. We pray. And we ask that we would see this, that we would understand the greatness of this power that you wrought in Jesus when you raised him from the dead, when you brought him up and seated him at your right hand. That power that you exerted there, we ask for understanding heart understanding of what happened, of what love exerted in that instance that saved us, that healed us, that brought us out into wide spaces, prosperity and victory. Lord, we ask that we know You more and that we increase in this knowledge as we increase in strength. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I, I part, part of that in the in the complete English version. I don't think I don't know that we've got that anymore. It says, I ask the glorious Father and God of our Lord Jesus Christ to give you His Spirit, the Spirit that will make you wise and let you understand what it means to know God. You know, a lot of people say they know God, but we want to know what that means. That's not enough to know the sentence. We want to know exactly what does it mean to know the Lord. Amen? It's not just that you're going to heaven someday. What what got you there? What got you there? Jesus died on a cross paid for our sins and and took stripes on his back for our healing our deliverance he he paid the full price anything that could ever stand against us he he took it and he paid the price for it and now we don't have to 
And now by faith in, in God through Jesus Christ, we can have the fullness of a salvation that was already bought and paid for. The victory is already ours. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And the more you know about, you know, you can be walking down the road and go, whoa, glory. And they'll say, what happens? I just got a little more glimpse of what God did in Christ to save me, to bring me out. You know, we do this all the time. I talk to people that are believing for health in their bodies, and, and they'll, they'll text me one day and they'll, they'll, it'll, they'll say, oh man, God's doing good things. And you know, their body's hurting. But yet out of their spirit, out of their knowledge of the goodness of God, they start texting, oh, he's so good to me. I made this victory today. I'm headed towards here. I'm going there. And, and you watch them, you're like, Why? we're getting the word of God put in us. We're getting the knowledge of who he is every week. Amen. Glory to God. And, and in getting the knowledge of who he is, you'll gain knowledge of who you are. Right. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He said, he said, the Spirit will make you wise and let you understand what it means to know God. My prayer is that the, that light will flood your hearts and that you will understand the hope that was given to you when God chose you. Then you will discover the glorious blessing that will be yours together with all God's people. That's a kind of a, you know, I don't know that everything in there is exactly how everybody would write it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Go to Colossians. Thank you, Lord. These are all ways to stay strong. This is, this is how we keep from fainting. Amen? The knowledge of God and strength go together. Every time he talks about strength, he talks about knowing. Strength and knowing. Strength and knowing. When he starts talking, well, right here in Colossians, he talks about it again. It says in Colossians 1, verse 9. He says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. It's almost the exact same prayer for Colossians that it was for Ephesians. In fact, it it probably is just worded different. Why? What's he saying? He said, I want you to know me. I want you to know. I want you to know what I think. I want you to know how I think, what I would do. I want you to draw from my strength answers. I want you to draw from my strength direction. I want you to draw from my strength the thing you should do, the way you should go, how you should do it. In other words, I want you to quit looking to yourself, and I want you to look to me. Bind yourself so strong to me that you cannot be unhooked. In other words, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. Your trust is in the Lord. Amen? It says in, in Nahum 1.7, it says, it says, the Lord is good. I always like verses that start just like that. The Lord is good. You know it's a good verse when it starts that way, because the Lord is good. Amen? It says he's a stronghold in the day. He's a strength. He's a defense. He's a fortified place in a day of trouble. And he knows those. He's a familiar friend to those who trust him. Glory to God. I like that. I like that. He, he's a stronghold. He's, he, he knows those. I had that somewhere. Let's see where that is. It says, 
He knows us. He's a familiar friend, an advisor. He cares for, makes himself known to, considers them that trust him. Amen. Glory to God. That's, a, that's good stuff. Uh, and, and you know, that, those are things that when you're going to stay strong, you need to remember the Lord cares for you. The Lord cares for you. One, one of the uh, kids that lived in our house, not a kid anymore obviously, but lived in our house growing up, she said she was talking to, she was texting me the other day, had some issues going on. And she goes, she goes man, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm anxious. And, and she goes, I just don't know what to do. And I said, well, I can tell you, but you, you won't like it. And she said, well, I should get to cast all your cares. And she actually, we were with her. I didn't, wasn't texting her. We were with her, actually, at, at that moment. And she looked at me and smiled. Why? Because that's what she grew up hearing. And it didn't make her mad. It's like, you're right. And I said, I know that's not always easy. But it's easier than we think. You can do this. Amen? Why? Because he cares for you. Why can I cast my care on the Lord? Why can I have the strength to cast my care on the Lord? Because I have the strength from knowing He cares for me. Amen? It's easy to trust somebody that loves you. Amen? When you know somebody loves you and has your best interest at heart, you'll cast your care. Say, yeah, take care of it because I know you'll do it right. Right? And you won't drain yourself trying to take care of it yourself. Amen? Lean to that familiar friend. Amen? You know, you know how he becomes familiar? Remember the victories. He got you through this. He pulled you out of that. He saved you from this. He healed your body. He did. Remember the victories. Do Be like David. He, he, he helped me kill the lion. He helped me kill the bear. You ain't going to be nothing. Right? And, and you start remembering those victories, you, you'll get strength. What are you doing? You're gaining, you're, you're hooking up to God. God didn't, David didn't battle Goliath in his own power. He came at him in the name of the Lord of hosts, in the power of God. Amen. Glory to God. For this cause. We also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will with will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. What's He saying? I want you, I want you to get stronger. I don't want you just to know it, but by knowing it, I want you to get stronger. Why? When you increase in the knowledge of God, you get stronger. Your confidence gets greater. Your faith grows. Why? Because you're getting strength in the knowledge of love. Knowledge of God. God is love. So when you gain strength in the knowledge of love, now you're gaining strength in in what saved you, what brought you out, what saved the world. You're, You're gaining strength in the work of Jesus on the cross. And then it says, strengthened, which means enabled, with can do power. Right? With all might. I want you to be strengthened with all dunamis. All can do power. I want to give you everything that when you're walking, I can do it. I can do all things. I can do all things. What? I can do. I can do. I'm full of the can do power of God. Amen? When you're full of the can do power of God, nothing looks too big. When you start looking it wrong, 
then, then you won't see it right. It says, it says in, what is it, John, it says, um, unless you're born again, you can't see. In other words, you don't have the power or the ability to see the kingdom of God. He's, he's not saying you can't go to heaven. He's saying you won't because you won't see or have the ability to see the kingdom of God. It's the power to see the kingdom of God. When, when you're born again, you have new eyesight. You, and now you see things the way God sees them. Why? you got his DNA. And, and you can see things. Let me rephrase that. We can see things the way God sees them. We still have to choose to. Amen? You could be next to two people looking at the very same thing, one in faith, one in not, and, and you would hear totally. I get stories all the time. I have one person call me, and they'll say, oh, this person, you got to get over there. They're doing bad, bad, oh, bad. Another person calls me. You know what? They sounded pretty good. They got, they got, they got their verses going. They got their CD player going. They're listening to the Word of God. They're saying the right thing. You know, throw one phone away. <laughs> You know, people will go. I used to get so mad at my mom because I, I would, I'd want her to languish with me. Right? <laughs> you know, when, when you're telling somebody your problem, sometimes you just want somebody to have sympathy. Oh, you poor, poor, poor soul. And she never, never, ever did that. I'd say, Mom, I don't feel good. She'll, you're healed by the stripes of Jesus' back. But I don't feel good, Mom. You're healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. He sent his word and healed you and saved you from all your destruction. Mom, can you be a mom for a second? She said, I am being. I'm being the best mom you've ever had. Later I understood that. Now people get mad at me because they want they want to, you know, I always, my mom was really good at this. But when, they, when she heard of a situation, she went to the easiest fix. It was never the worst thing that the doctor said. It was the easiest thing that could be fixed. Right? Well, they're, they're saying my heart's no good and, and I, I, I may not make it another year. She's saying, well, that's probably just indigestion. You know how many times it was indigestion? And still to this day, we hear those kind of things from doctors. And I'll say, you know, maybe it's just this. Because, you know, what, with what we do, we hear a lot of things and actually get a lot of good doctor talking. I actually can understand doctors. <laughs> and if you listen and hear right through the power of God, you'll find the good things to say, a different direction to look. It's way easier to look at the easy fix than it is to go straight to the top. And besides that, you don't know. That's what the devil's trying to get to you. Don't let him get that to you. Amen? We ain't sick if we don't say we're sick. Is that good English? Sounded good to me. Amen. Glory to God. Pray this with me. Father God, we ask that we'd be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of You. Strengthened, enabled, with Your dynamis can-do power, according to Your glorious power, 
unto all patience and long-suffering, with joyfulness, giving thanks unto you for these good things. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you've made us partakers, inheritors with the saints of light. Glory to God. Back to Ephesians and we'll close. Ephesians 3.14. Paul writes, For this cause I bow my knees to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that He would grant to you, according to the riches of His glory, this is what He wants you to be granted, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner man. Now why does He want you to be strengthened with His might in your inner man? That Christ, you need to be strengthened with might in your inner man so that Christ can dwell in your hearts. Right? Christ can dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love, what? It's still, still go back to the first time. You're strengthened in your inner man so that Christ can dwell in your hearts and you can be rooted and grounded in love and that you may be, what? You gotta be strengthened in your inner man that you'll be able to comprehend, know, that you'll be able to know with all the saints what's the breadth, the length, the width, the depth, and the width. Height, I'm sorry, depth and the height. Amen? And, here, and here's the last verse. We'll pray this next. It says, and to know. Knowing, strength, and knowing. Strength and knowing. Why? The more you know, the stronger you'll be. Why? Because you'll be confident. You, you won't walk in Faintsville. You'll walk in Strengthville. Amen? You, you won't be about to quit. You'll always be about to overcome. Right? You're, you're just waiting for the next victory. Because you walk in victory. Amen? It didn't matter what happened last year, three years ago, 20 years ago. Today, you are victorious in Christ. Amen? And it says, I want you to know. And, and an interesting thing, one, two, two words in that when I looked it up. It said, can speak. The word know in the, in the strongest concordance, two of the words that describe it were can speak. In other words, I want you to speak the love of God. I want you to be able to speak and understand the love of God. Those are two words that were in there. And, and, and I thought, well, maybe those are for a different... And I went back and I looked, and, and uh, the only other place where it says can speak is where Paul was talking to him, and they said, can you speak Greek? And I thought, well, that's exactly what God's asking. I want you to speak love. I want you to know, speak, and understand love. In other words, I want you to speak love and I want you to interpret love. When, when somebody's speaking love, you need to understand it just the way you speak. If you can speak a language, you can understand a language. Amen? Even if you speak Spanish, right? You, 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 you bring it back into your head in Spanish and interpret it, right? Yeah. When you speak love through the Spirit of God, when, you, when your native language now becomes love, that we may know, that we may speak the language of God, the language of love, that we may operate in that language, that I think that's good. I like it. Right? It says, I want you to speak and understand the love of Christ, which passes speaking. In, in other words, there's no interpretation for this language. I want you to know it. 
No one, no one else except you can speak it. Why? You're my people. You're my children. You speak. You know, my mom, she was a secretary. Boy, mom's come up a lot tonight. Lord, hug her for me today. They'll tell her thank you. But she, she, we, we were going through her stuff after she passed away several years ago. And she was a legal secretary. She was also a transcriber. She could type. She's like Debbie. And Debbie can whew, type like crazy. But she could do that. But she wrote in shorthand. So she has books and books of stuff in shorthand. You know who can understand it? Nobody except people who speak short or know shorthand. She has books and books of stuff that I'm sure is about God written in shorthand. And it looks like little marks. It's not letters. It's not, it just looks like marks on a page. And I'm sure somebody that speaks or writes or understands shorthand can understand it. But I cannot. But you know what? Because I know my mom, I know it's good. It's about God. It's something good. But, but when we know God and we speak the language of love, the language of God, then, then we, we understand the language being spoke back to us. And we operate at a level that we weren't operating at before in a strength that you wouldn't operate without it. Amen? You, you can only be so effective in a place where you don't speak or understand the language. Right? But when you come to a place where you speak and understand the language, your effectiveness can be great through Christ. Amen? Glory to God. Let's pray that one. Let's pray. Let's pray, Ephesians. Stand up with me. We'll pray that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Pray this with me. Father God, we ask that you would grant us, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might by your Spirit in our inner man, that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith that we would be strengthened with might by Your Spirit in our inner man, being rooted and grounded in love, that we would be strengthened with might by Your Spirit in our inner man, able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth the length, the depth, the height, and that we are, that we are strengthened by your spirit in our inner man to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that we might be filled with your fullness. Father God, we thank you for your word for Your ways, for Your strength. We ask for Your help that we operate in this strength through our inner man, that we walk worthy of the call, that we know what is the hope of that call, that we receive and operate in together and experience our inheritance in You. 
that the saints as one would walk in this world through the knowledge of Christ, speaking the language of love and interpreting one another perfectly, knowing your goodness, looking to your kindness, operating in your love, by faith, we will overcome. We receive your goodness and we thank you with all joyfulness for this gift, for the gift of strength, for the gift of can-do power, for the gift of knowing you and operating by and through your love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Man, we may see something on the way home. You'll have to stop your car and pull over and shout. you say, wow, I knew that about God, but now I know it. Right? I understood that paro meant dog, right? Is that right? It's not? Paro? P-E-R-R-O, is that dog? Cat? No, Gato's cat. Pato. Yeah. We'll understand what means love. We'll understand when somebody's talking love. We'll understand when they need love, talk to them. Right? Maybe they've lost something. Maybe they don't know. We're here to encourage. Love always encourages. Love always builds up. Love will always get you to the next place and will undergird you and strengthen you in your inner man to receive. Glory to God. You guys got a song? My God gives power to the faith. He gives power to the faith. He increases strength to them that have no mind. Sometimes when you speak Spanish and hillbilly, you get a twang that don't work, right? That's hillbilly Spanish. Right? <laughs> I, I know we've got a grande gato. <laughs> and he's getting more grande. <laughs> Glory to God. Altar care workers come down. These prayers are in Ephesians. Colossians, Philippians, look them up. God desires to be a familiar friend to us. He desires to have the relationship He had with Abraham with each one of us. That He could say, do this, and without thought, because of the trust, Abraham just did. That's that's a familiar friend. I know him. I know that he said Isaac will be the seed of many nations. So I know him. That will still happen. So he had no problem. Glory to God. He's a familiar friend. He he wants us to trust him. He knows those who trust him. He's a familiar friend to him. Glory to God. If you're in here tonight, what need some shouting? That really, it's all all. What do they say? It's all over with the shouting. It's all over with the shouting. 
If you can shout, you can win. Amen? If you need somebody to hook faith with you about something else or shout with you, don't get Jeremy to sing with you. He can shout. They can pray with you. You haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, they'll pray with you. If you don't know Jesus, good good night to know Him. Amen? Amen. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock. We're going to be here. It's going to be gooder and gooder until the goodest, and then we'll get goodester. We'll just keep adding ERs and ESTs until we can't take it no more. Amen? Glory to God. They'll sing. We'll be dismissed as we do. Love you all.